Welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show. This is where sparks of inspiration fly, and you'll feel ignited from real-life motivation. Through listening to this show, you'll discover your own uniqueness and learn how to transform negative energy into positive energy. In the end, you'll smile from the inside out, feel good about yourself, and produce amazing results. And here's your host, Ignite Coach, number one best-selling author, autism mom expert, and thought leader, Dr. Allie Griffith. What's up? What's up? What is up? And welcome to the Dr. Allie Griffith Show, Mindset, Meditation, and Motivation. And we are in for another special treat today. We have our guest, Sarah Intonato. Did I say it correctly? Sure did. Ooh, I'm on a roll. And um, she today she's going to share with us a little bit more about what it is that she do, does, how does she impact the world, and why is she here for you to listen to right now? Um, Sarah is, like myself, another amazing mom to uh, uh, two children, one that is on the autism spectrum and one that is neurotypical, quote unquote. <laughs> I mean, we're all, you Normal. know, yeah. we can get into that conversation a total different day. Most importantly, she does um, she does spiritual work with other yoga or or using yoga to do spiritual work. And we'll find a little bit more about that. I'm excited to talk about it because for some of you that may or may not know, I have my smart kids, which is my martial arts and physical therapy, or I like to call it physical activity program that we run in, in New York. And part of it is we do yoga with the children. It helps them to regulate themselves. It helps them to reconnect with themselves. So uh, we became yoga certified for working with children a few years ago. And I always love meeting someone else that can share with us more about how she helps other entrepreneurs and how she helps other women in the world. And not only women, you know, men too. I mean, whoever needs it, she's, she's here to share her practices. So um, she's also in New York. And she is freaking amazing. But before I go all into her, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Miss Sarah Intonado. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Griffith. So tell me, and you can call me Dr. Allie. Dr. Griffith okay. is, is, is my brother. <laughs> I'm the cool one. So tell okay. me a little bit about why is it that you decided to go into the work that you do? What led you to yoga? What led you to the spiritual practice? How did you align the two? Just tell us, you know, that one thing that may have happened in your life that said, this is where I am. I should be. Sure. I am lucky in that I stumbled upon it very young. I was about 20 years old, I was a student at Boston University in a really rigorous academic program, and 9-11 had just happened. And I didn't put two and two together at the time, but my anxiety level started to get to the point where it was debilitating. I would be sitting in class, taking notes, and feel like I couldn't breathe, and actually thought I was dying. And of course, I went to the doctor, and thankfully, I had a great doctor who I had a good relationship with. And I told her how I was feeling and how scared I was. And she said, you know, just tell me about your life a little bit. What are you doing right now? And so I gave her the rundown and she said, you know, Christmas break is coming up. You mentioned that you've done some yoga. 
and you take good care of your health. You go to the gym. Over break, can you get to yoga a little bit more? See how it makes you feel. And then before your break is over, why don't we have another appointment and we'll check back in? And I said, sure. And I went home, did the Christmas thing with the family, and I went to yoga at least three days a week. And even my parents who, you know, this is 20 years ago, thought that I had joined some sort of cult said to me at some point, we don't know what you're doing, but you have to keep doing it because you're different. So I very quickly realized this was an important tool for my own life. And then as I was about to graduate a year later, I said, you know, I'm going to send some resumes out to Wall Street, but I'm not sure that's for me. And I'm going to study for the LSATs, but I'm not sure that's for me. I'm just going to take the summer and teach yoga. I was really interested in learning more. So I did a teacher training program. And I'm just going to do that for a few months while I make up my mind. And the rest is history. A few months went by. I thought, there's no Wall Street or LSATs happening. This is, this is my life now. Wow. And if this can help me, I'm going to give it to other people. And that's my job. And so that's how that started. And that was 17 years ago this month. Wow. So you found something that helped you first and Mm -hmm. you found something that just felt right for you. And not only that it felt right for you, but others around you noticed the difference of who you were once you were doing something that you loved. And this is something for all of us, all of our listeners out there who is questioning, you know, what is my gift? How do I know how to align myself? You know, sometimes I think I'm really good at one thing, but my heart is pulling me towards something else. And then listening to what others say, you know, when you do that, that really shines. That really separates you from everyone else. Great, great, great story. I love it. Um, as an autism mom also, because I'm going to link that in with it, how have you found yoga to play a part in, in your healing and in the connections with your, with your kids? Well, I'm thankful that I had my own practice for years before I became a parent. But when I became a parent, and then a couple of years later, when I became an autism parent, I only came to appreciate it more. This tool that I already had, that I already used, started to mean a lot more to me because it would take me from point A, which was a really scared, intimidated place, to point B, which was a really calm, centered, focused place where I felt really empowered. and. I thought, wow, I knew that yoga could transform me and make me feel good in general. You know, when I was dealing with anxiety, it certainly worked, but I didn't really know it was able to pull me out of these types of depths. Wow. I have even more appreciation for this ancient science now. And it has helped me to give more to my students because I think for me, and I'm sure for many other moms, when your child is diagnosed on the spectrum, if you're not really familiar with what that is at that time, and if you're not sure how you're going to navigate it, it was traumatic for me. It was traumatic for my husband and for both of us together. And I think having a tool like yoga, which actually works with your nervous system for healing, to move through that trauma is what allows you to move forward and thrive. I see many people who sort of get stuck and Mm -hmm. it's not their fault that they're stuck, but they're sort of stuck in these trauma behaviors that their nervous system is reactivating because they haven't created a new neuropathway or a new pattern for their behavior. And to those people, I just want them to know that I see them and what they're experiencing is real and there's no shame in it. And when they're ready, there are tools that they can start to baby step into. And it certainly helped me with my children because 
I think kids now have a lot more pressure than we had as kids. And it's intense, right? I really am thankful that at the end of the day, we can say, let's organize our nervous systems. And even if it's five minutes here or 10 minutes there, and we make it fun. You know, kids are, I think, they don't need more discipline at the age that my kids are, which is eight and nine. So we do five minutes here, 10 minutes there. We make it fun and get them to feel confident, get them to feel like it's a way to connect. We can all do it together. And it's certainly not my practice at that time. You know, it's too distracting for me, but it's fun. And it's showing them, it's planting the seed, basically. And showing them that if you've had a bad day, you have tools. You can use them when you need to. And if you've had a good day, you can still find a way to feel even better within yourself. So that's available to you too. I love it. I love it. It was it was one of the main reasons that we added it to Smart Kids. Uh, as a as a black belt, as a martial artist, I was focused on on the movement, on the getting aligned with with their body. It was really for my son when I created it initially. But when I really tapped into yoga and understanding that the breathing, the the techniques and making it fun, that was it. Like whatever it was, it had to be fun. I didn't want it to feel stuffy because as you can tell, I'm not a stuffy mom. And I didn't want it to feel to my son like it was something that he had to do. It's something that I wanted to make accessible to him whenever he needed it. And I figured the more we practiced it, the more he would be able to use it whenever he's ready. And he still does up to today when he, and he's 13 now and he's in, in middle school. And when he has moments of really feeling overwhelmed, he'd say, mom, I just need to sit and meditate. I just need to sit and breathe. And there are times when he's even told me when I've had my moments, mom, breathe. And like, oh yeah, breathing. <laughs> so it's great to have them to learn these tools and then at times remind us, right? Because sometimes we're caught up in the world of um, life and, and they have done it so often that it becomes part of their routine. So for whoever's listening, um, definitely look into Sarah some more, learn some things that might be beneficial for you as a parent and also for something that you can do with your child and um, teach your child those tools. If you were to leave... Um, um, our listeners and our listeners can range from men and women. Mostly a lot of our mompreneurs or want to start businesses and some are some special needs moms. So if you were to leave them with, you know, two or three tips on how they can m- make their day better. If they're having a really stressed out day, um, for those who have YouTube, can you show us something that's very simple and talk us through for those who are not listening of, of what they, three things that they can do or three things that you do when you're having a really, um, trying, challenging day. Absolutely. I'm a big fan of making things sustainable because if it's not sustainable, you're not going to do it full stop. Okay. So I'm a big fan of not intimidating yourself. Some people think that if they don't go to the yoga class for 90 minutes, then it doesn't count. And I think 15 minutes a day, every day is better than the 90 minutes once a month. So first tip I would suggest for anyone is to take the advice of actually not me, but the wonderful sage female Tibetan monk Pema Chodron. And that is to take three deep breaths when you need to pause. And this is really sort of the stepping stone to meditation. And again, people intimidate themselves with meditation too. If I'm not sitting quietly, perfectly for an hour, then it's not right. And I think as Americans, we tend to wrap ourselves up in the all or nothing mentality. And she says, no, what if before you click send, you pause 
and you take three very slow, deep breaths, what if before you answer that phone call, you pause and you take three slow, deep breaths? What if before you react when your kid's having a moment, you do that? So it also reminds us that we all have the time to take three slow, deep breaths. Maybe you don't have the 90 minutes to go to yoga class today, but you can find the time to do this. And it removes the excuses and it shows you that you can. And if you can start with this and remind yourself that being, I know people overuse the word mindful, but if being thoughtful before you react is a choice, you can make that choice. It's not something that's happening to you. Life is not happening to you. It's something that you're choosing to engage with. So how do you want to engage? Do you, and we all need a moment sometimes to just hit the pause button and take three deep breaths and then see what it feels like after that. And I encourage people when they first try this to keep a journal because so often it's one of those things that sounds so simple. People think that's too easy. Give me the harder, more expensive solution. That's going to be the one that works, right? And this is so simple that it works. So what if you just keep a journal for a week and note all the times you do this and note how your reaction was different than what you thought it would be because it's very powerful. It can really change your life in a very simple way. The other suggestion I would give people is if you're curious about yoga and you've heard about the benefits of yoga, but you're not sure a class is for you, I actually work with a lot of men because I think they feel out of place sometimes in the classes with the thin fit women in their tight clothes with their leg behind their head and they don't feel like they can be vulnerable in that space. So I work with a lot of men actually and one of the things that's proven really supportive for them is to when we do a practice together it's longer it's deeper it's more focused but when they're on their own we give them a small chunk to do maybe 15 minutes at first and just do it like brushing your teeth and become consistent at it and i think that our ego doesn't always like that it wants the whole i went to yoga for 90 minutes solution but that's not real and then what happens is people don't go because they're too busy so what if you just test drive for a couple of weeks, starting with your 15-minute practice in the morning before you start your day, setting your alarm for 15 minutes earlier in the morning before you get up and face the day instead of an hour and a half? You know, Why don't you just take a bite-sized piece and go from there? So that, I think, is really valuable because once you're in that mode, it can always grow into something bigger, but you'll never know if you don't start. And the final suggestion I would give people when they're thinking of a way to embed a spiritual practice into their life is don't worry what anyone else is doing. Definitely don't pay attention to all the suggestions you see on YouTube. You might need to try some on, see what works for you. And if it works for you, don't question it. It doesn't have to be the cool kind of yoga. It doesn't have to be, you know, a perfect handstand. That's not why we're here. We want you to see results. So when you find something that fits for you, let it work and just keep doing it. I love it. Oh my goodness. She landed on four amazing tips. I, 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 you know, whenever you see me look down, that means I'm taking notes and I take notes because partially these podcasts are for me. Let's just keep it real. I do it because I'm always trying to learn. So I figured if I'm going to learn, I'm going to bring you guys out there so you can learn with me. It helps because 
anything that helps towards motivation, towards mindset shifting and towards in, in, including some sort of spiritual meditational prayer or whatever you want to call it, practice for your for your inner being helps to create all the other things that you want to create, whether it's being a better parent, being a better person, being a better business person. You always have to start from within. So I always love to have guests that share things with me that I can take notes. So if you ever see me looking down, like I always tell those that are watching, that's me taking notes. So what I learned today is, and you tell me, take this time out to send us a note, send us a message. I'll definitely have Sarah's information below if you want to reach out to her um, in the show notes. And tell us what is it that you needed to hear today. I know for me, definitely pressing that pause Definitely taking that three deep breaths during different difficult times before making that decision, before answering, before responding, remember, remembering to take that pause moment. Also journaling. I use journals a lot, but I've never thought of including how I felt after using the, the meditational moment. So I have this session that's called All Meditation, where... It's for busy moms like myself who cannot do the morning, who sometimes we have to squeeze it in wherever we can in the day. It does not look like Kumbaya where we're sitting there and everything is quiet around us. It looks like creating a moment within the day where you can be still. And sometimes it's amidst the chaos. So it could be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes. So journaling how I felt afterwards will really connect me back to why I need to use it and when to pull it out. Um... You know, just make me more aware. So I hopefully one of the one of that may have landed on you. Also understanding that small chunks. Like small chunks is key. You know, I was always intimidated by those that can sit perfectly in the perfect lotus position and who had the great posture and I was just like, Man, I wish I can be one of those one day. Until I start to realize that I don't have to be like anyone else. I mean, this is what being an autism mom has helped me. I don't have to be like anything else. I get I get to be me and I get to do meditation my way and yoga my way. Of course they're correct ways and of course there are other ways or, or, or certain practices that we can learn. But we could also modify it to what works for us. And I love how you just nailed and reinforced that. So I hope out there you heard something that really resonated with you that makes you feel less intimidated by yoga and, 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 and any other spiritual practice. And you're now feeling a little bit more comfortable where... You know, we have a we have a guru, you know, someone who is this is her thing, you know, besides me, which I'm a bootleg guru, but who barely came in and just told us, you know, what we are doing is, is okay and we don't have to look right or left. We just have to create something to get us reconnected back to self as needed. Um, I love asking this question. What do you think or why do you think you were sent here today? at this moment to leave a message. What message do you think that you were sent to leave for our listeners? And you always have many, but what's that one thing that is just resonating within you to let someone out there know because it's really from your heart and we didn't plan it? That gave me the chills in a nice way. I truly feel that I'm here today to remind people whether they're here to grow their business or whether they're here to be a better autism parent that the journey back to yourself, like you said, you, you're here to be yourself. The journey back to yourself, back to that place of feeling really empowered and joyful and connected within you is the way. You will be the best parent for your kid when you show up like that. You'll be the best businesswoman when you show up like that. And so often people turn their attention outward to find what they think will be the right way for them. And really, in my work, the only way 
is to look within and find it within you. And as that grows stronger and stronger, you see everything on the outside change, but it's not the other way around. It's not from the outside in. It's not like the shiny object thing that's going to suddenly make you feel better about yourself. We're more confident. It's coming from within you. And then everything on the outside changes as a result. Boom. I'm dropping a mic on that one. That was it. Um, It resonated within me. I felt the chills. And I know whoever's listening out there, if that if that was what you needed to hear, definitely leave us a message, put a tone, put below, type it in, tweet it, whatever you have to do. Just make sure you hashtag Dr. Ali Griffith Show so I can find you, and um, let us know that that Sarah really left them, left um, left an impacting feeling on your soul. That we work on the inside first. That we develop on our inside. That we. We spend time with the inside and shine from the inside first, and then the rest will come. So as always, her information is below. Make sure you follow her. Make sure you you go to her website, see what she has out there to offer you. She is an amazing being. If she's here, that means she's amazing because we are only aligned with the greatest people ever in the world, just like you who's listening. So in all that you do, I'm just going to leave you with our parting words. In all that you do, please remember to be amazing in your thoughts, in your words, in your actions. Until next time at the Dr. Ali Griffin Show. Take care. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation.